welcome to the charvak podcast this is your host kushal mehra my guest today is kanchanda kanchanda is the senior advisor uh ministry of information of broadcasting government of india delhi and he's also a member of the pm's committee on the neta on netaji's 125th anniversary dada thanks for coming on the podcast all right so dada let's start like this obviously today's topic was going to be uh your recent op-ed uh which you had written in swarajya which was titled bloomberg racist racist led uh, against india but uh, you know just a few hours ago something has happened there was a serious security breach in the prime minister's cavalcade in punjab so before we get into the the subject which was supposed to be can 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 you uh, you know give the viewers a basic idea as to what has happened and what are the series of events that are there so that you know we at least have a little bit of a discussion on that too yeah so the prime minister was visiting uh, punjab as the prime minister of india it was not a party political rally it was a government of india public event where he was to unveil development projects for punjab now uh, the event was supposed to be attended by the chief minister of punjab other senior ministers of the prime minister's council of ministers and uh, uh, it it was a public event that had been announced and uh, it had been planned for some time uh, unfortunately this morning the weather was inclement and uh, uh, the prime minister who was initially supposed to take a helicopter ride from hatinda airport to the venue uh, he had to change his plans and uh, they uh, they decided to go by road and this change in plans was uh, immediately communicated uh, uh, with sufficient time to punjab police and the punjab government that is the chief secretary of the state and yet halfway through or rather short, just short of the venue uh, the cavalcade was stopped by a group of protesters they were pretty nasty uh, they had brought in vehicles tractors buses etc and uh, Uh, the prime minister had to wait there for 20 minutes uh, while uh, the security detail the spg detail tried to contact uh, the chief minister the chief minister's office uh, everybody was incommunicado nobody could be contacted and finally the prime minister's cavalcade had to turn around and return to bhatinda airport and uh, that's how the story ends now what is very obvious is that uh, somebody had leaked because uh, only the punjab police and the chief secretary of punjab government would have known about the alternative plans which were figured out and the route he would be taking so clearly someone had leaked Uh, those plans and and someone had actually gone out and organized that crowd very vicious crowd and uh, and and this is nothing but compromising the security of the prime minister of india now forget that he is narendra modi forget uh, the party in power it is the prime minister of india whose security was imperiled in the state of punjab and Uh, by the uh, going by the evidence so far out over there uh, you know i mean uh, it is very clear that uh, that, that, the, that the state government 
senior officials of the state government and the state police were in cahoots uh, in, in creating this situation, which could have turned really, really nasty. Now, what stands out to me in this entire situation is, obviously, as you have explained, the, le the, the leaks are shocking. But what is even more shocking is the reply that has come from the Honorable Chief Minister of Punjab, who says, oh, I could not make it there because I had a come in close contact with COVID positive people. But then he was doing this a press conference where apparently there are so many other people around him. So I don't get it. So... What was all that? And then, then there were some disgusting remarks by the Youth Congress president who said... Uh, <clears throat> how's the Josh? Uh, yeah, how's the Josh? I mean, what, I, I, I want to be very... Yeah, Modi ji, how's the Josh? Srinivas, BV. And then there are some absurd uh, statements out there. I mean, uh, is there any line in politics, Dada, do you think that has left now in this nation? No, you see, try to understand. This is not the first time the Prime Minister has faced protesters. Uh, you're welcome to call him a dictator, an autocrat or whatever. But he has never shown uh, any hesitation in uh, being in a situation which has protesters. Various visits of his to Tamil Nadu, for instance, uh, the roads have been lined with protesters. So uh, let us not get into that zone. The point is over here in Tamil Nadu or in any other state, never ever has the prime minister's route been compromised. This is unthinkable. This is not about politics. This is about uh, uh, debasing and perverting uh, a basic security system which, as I said, if it had turned nasty, if it had turned bad over there, the, the consequences would have been devastating. No one thought of it. And, and, and the Congress, the Congress being so openly complicit, it's, it's amazing. It's totally, totally surprising. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, the kind of replies that I saw online and the kind of brazen defense by some of the people on Twitter, it just makes me wonder where we are going and where we are heading. But uh, another thing that, that, that scares me at the same time is that how should the nation now, you know, at the end of the day, he's the prime minister of the nation. So, so how should we as a nation now be reacting to this then? How, how do we, because we should, I was concerned, obviously, he's my should, prime minister. Kushal, we should be worried. As I said, forget that it, it is Narendra Modi, forget it is a BJP government. The very fact that the security of the prime minister of the country was so brazenly and so horribly compromised should worry each one of us. That too, because there is a history to it. A sitting prime minister, a serving prime minister uh, 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 was assassinated in this country. I'm referring to Mrs. Indira Gandhi. A former prime yeah. minister of this country, Rajiv Gandhi, 
was blown up by uh, in a in a bomb attack by the LTT in a suicide bomb attack by the LTT uh, there have been numerous other cases of such assassinations in our country political assassinations i am i am too old uh, to not remember uh, uh, the assassination of lalit narayan mishra and several others cairo was killed the the serving chief minister of punjab congress chief minister of punjab another congress chief minister of punjab was blown up in a car bomb attack so you know given this background given this history for the congress to do something so dastardly and 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 you even have the party spokesperson sort of justifying it and the chief minister comes and says oh sorry you know i, I couldn't go there because i i had uh, uh, my, my people around me have tested positive for covid and the man comes and addresses a press conference without even so much as wearing a mask hmm. who are they trying to fool yeah i it just it, it's a, it's a disgraceful day for our country i don't know what what kind of a political discourse uh, you know we we are heading towards and i mean the some of the defenses that i've seen i mean it, uh, i mean we should be worried about look i don't care he's the prime minister of india as long as uh, as long as i am a citizen of this country it doesn't matter where my political leanings lie but the prime minister's position and the security of the prime minister and some basic protocol and some basic lines and non negotiables have to be request uh, you know respected if uh, this is all it has come down to i don't know where we are heading to be very honest and the the congress party and their behavior um usko hindi mein kahenge bad se badtar hote ja raha hai and i don't know kya bole and and i don't know heads are going to roll or not i uh aapko kya lagta hai ki they they will find another scapegoat in some police official and they'll be like look into that or action yeah they will suspend some petty police officer the district police officer or something but that doesn't that doesn't address the very genuine concerns a uh, uh, very serious concerns that have that have come up today look th- 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 there is no love lost between the bjp and the tmc there is no love lost between the central government and the west bengal government but never ever has any visit of the prime minister to west bengal Uh, been it has been sort of you know treated with in such a cavalier manner don't forget that uh, narendra modi was chief minister of gujarat for more than a decade during which time and no friends of him uh, prime minister manmohan singh congress president sonia gandhi other central ministers other congress functionaries uh, mrs gandhi's uh, uh, the uh, very highly gifted children uh, they 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 have visited gujarat n number of times and full security arrangements tamper proof full proof security arrangements were provided to them i mean it, 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 as i said it defies logic as to why congress would want to do something like this because end of the day uh, it comes back to haunt the country it comes and and god forbid uh, if something would have happened today even if a stone were to have been hurled at the prime minister's vehicle the consequences would have been 
extremely distressing. So what kind of a blood game are they trying to play? Although, you know, somebody would and very justifiably point out that don't forget that this is the party which also unleashed the 1984 massacre of Sikhs. Just yeah. one slogan, and that slogan then sort of, it sort of fueled the wildfire. Mm. And yeah, Congress has, uh, I don't know what kind of a relationship with Punjab, but uh, I don't know how to say this, but Congress party and Punjab, they're a lethal combination. And and Punjab has, as you rightly pointed out, such a gory history when it comes to these political, uh, you know, events. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just sickening. It, it sickens me and... Uh, which is why I wanted to start by talking about this. But uh, now, Dada, let, let's let's get into the subject that you know we were supposed to talk about now. So obviously, uh, we titled this uh, Bloomberg's Racers Against India's because you know you recently wrote this op-ed uh, in the Swarajya magazine. Now, uh, so my first question, Dada, to you would be, why did you choose to respond? No, why I chose to respond is that it was, um, you know, it's there is a pattern to it by now. The entire Western media, whether it is Bloomberg, whether it is New York Times, whether it is Washington Post, uh, whether it is BBC, <coughs> you name it, Economist, they they have somehow developed this pathological hatred towards Prime Minister Modi and the Modi government. That is one part of it. Second, and possibly deriving from it, they have developed this huge anti-India attitude, which, which earlier used to border on being racist. And right now, it is brazenly racist. So if you look at uh, the latest uh, bunk which has come out in The Economist, and they say that our count, and that means The Economist's count, shows that 5 million people died uh, of COVID in India, the world's highest. So somehow, A, I mean, I don't know what is their count and what is the process of their count, uh, but it is, a, it is totally uh, laughable. But this whole idea of portraying India in the bleakest of colors at a time when COVID and its new variant Omicron, uh, they are roiling the West, they're, they're screwing Europe, and, and people are going down in thousands and tens of thousands, and um, sort of the entire efforts of the European uh, governments, the American government, they have come to not at such time to suddenly pick on India and say, oh, never mind, but you are the worst. How are we the worst? Number one. Number two, uh, uh, this uh, Bloomberg story, I mean, it was particularly offensive. They, the whole story was a very elaborate, elaborate charade. It was a cover to make a single point that the Delta variant uh, happened in India, that it was sort of, you know, born and incubated in India. 
and then india sort of exported the delta variant to the whole world and because of that uh, america suffered and america continues to suffer europe suffered and europe continues to suffer and wait for it and i'm i'm being serious that even china suffered on account of india i mean to 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 sort of you know put out such rubbish it needed to be contested it needed to be contested very robustly with facts and figures and facts and figures which have all along been in the public domain now if you don't if you are not aware of them if you choose to ignore them and like i said you are either blissfully ignorant or willfully uh, uh, deviant so these are the two choices and i think they were willfully deviant and third you know beyond the point to continue to accuse india of intolerance religious intolerance uh, some great violation of faith which is happening over here the new york times creed on christians being persecuted as if this is all of india is now a, 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 a great roman circus and where christians are being fed to lions while 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 hindus cheer i mean th th that that is awful that is simply not true and they will never do any research they will never go into the background they will never do any uh, assessment based on uh, history after all this is a country which uh, you know <coughs> to say the bjp has brought in uh, anti conversion laws first of all there is no no anti conversion law there are all these laws are protection of religion laws these laws are designed and purposed to prevent conversion through allurement or through deceitful means so if you are not doing conversion through allurement or deceitful means you should welcome this law i mean i remember i mean you know in when vajpayee was the prime minister something similar this this cant was uh, uh, heard at that time also there was there was a whole this thing about how uh, christians were being flayed and slayed etc etc and the church was under attack at that time uh, uh, the offense was that how can ramakrishna mission missionaries or ramakrishna mission monks be working in the uh, tribal areas of chatisgarh because uh, those are areas where the church is involved so this is the kind of uh, uh, bullshitting i'm sorry to use this kind of language but th th this needs to be called out there has to be an end to it please feel free criti to criticize the government please feel free to justly criticize its policies Uh, you are most welcome to do it nobody is trying to restrain you from doing so but dada isme do aspects hote hain there are two common trends i always see this it is usually these articles that come on in all these publications they are usually written either by a brown person or by a brown person along with a white person so it's either these combinations and two 
uh it is always uh around and about a time when the united states of america most of the times is going through a covid surge uh, i'm not creating any kind of larger trend but it's just coincidentally every time this has happened but in but to to continue this then wh- what does this insecurity what does the where does this attitude stem from is this their insecurity i mean why are they are they that worried that a country like india is developing that they need to criticize india so much or it, is it just indians who write these kinds of things and they are just self hating till the extent that that's on the only way uh they can make money now by ridiculing india i mean there was a indian journalist i don't want to take her name she went to the extent of calling indian citizens living in america parasites no you have to kushal you have to understand uh and perhaps this is not unique to india i don't know uh there is and there was always a certain class of indians uh the the compradur bourgeoisie and uh, the, that class was always the collaborator class i mean don't forget uh, uh, it's not that all of france had joined the resistance movement there was there was the vichy regime and 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 they were the collaborators so uh, th- there will always be collaborators and there will always be indians who will spit on their own country to seek validation or to seek uh, sustenance or to seek their daily bread from the white man this was true when 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 we were under colonial rule i'm sure there were collaborators when aurangzeb was the emperor of india i'm sure there were collaborators uh, i know for a fact that there were collaborators who who were very happy to let down people let down their own comrades let down their own friends brothers families when uh, uh, when the crackdown on the original naxalite movement happened and there were definitely co- uh, uh, collaborators during the emergency emergency regime of 1975-77 when friends were squealing on friends and colleagues were squealing on colleagues and brothers were squealing on brothers so this is possibly a part of our genetic structure that we uh, as a nation uh, as a as, as a people we, we this doesn't strike us that by spitting on your country you are also spitting on yourself and that's why these this uh, this brown sepoys who work for foreign media and run down their own country uh, day in and day out it doesn't surprise me at all for me uh I, you know i am not one of those people who sort of celebrates every time um, um, uh, some indian origin child in america wins the spelling bee contest no i totally get it uh, apparently the word i think that was used was not parasites it was uh, uh <clears throat> termites uh, not that um, somebody has corrected me in the live stream but uh, uh, whatever so now this whole you know you touched upon this uh, death this has been a particular fetish 
let's dig a little deeper in fact i also wrote a detailed piece analyzing uh, you know how these dead data are coming i mean even i have started joking ki ha hum to hindu hai hum to punar janam mein mante hain to shayad hum log bar bar mar ke paida hote ja rahe hain covid mein panchvi chhati bar main bhi paida ho ke mar ke paida ho gaya honga wapas shayad isiliye ho raha hoga pata nahi kya kare i mean common sense ki baat hai i had written it then also ki ek theek hai chalo mere hisab se ho sakta hai and it is not a phenomenon uh, about india this is a phenomenon across the world that it could be that covid deaths are counted uh, less and it could be a backlog issue it could be 1.5 to 2 times uh, 2x ho sakta hai usse zyada nahi ho sakta hai magar ye jo papers aate hain again is paper mein bhi co-authors indians hote hain what is this fetish with indian dead bodies is is there some weird something going on there that they are so obsessed I mean, the same thing had happened with the funeral pyres. Right now, as of now, America has a million cases. Now, nobody wishes ill to anyone. I don't want Americans to die. I'm not that kind of a human being. But the point is, nobody is going to fetishize death with Americans the way they do it with us. So, what is wrong with them? So, you see, have people died during COVID in India? Yes, of course, they have died. uh was there was there a time when too many people were dying yes there was a time when too many people were dying in fact i mean since we live in a time when the personal is political my father died of covid during the second wave he died in calcutta and uh, the, 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 the travel was suspended during those days i could not even go uh, to to see him in his last hours or after he died so i i am you know it it would be silly to say oh nothing happened of course stuff happened but like you pointed out this whole thing of using drone cameras uh, to to sort of get grisly and hideous photographs of uh, burning ghats where people were being uh, cremated uh, this whole thing of uh, using unauthorized in an unauthorized manner i don't think any of the media actually took permission to do so using unauthorized photographs of people grieving their dead and of course i mean if 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 a if a man loses his wife or his children or a or a woman loses her husband or her children or people lose their own family members the grief is enormous and i don't want to sound uh, rude about this but in india just as we celebrate in a very loud and raucous manner our grief is also very uh, unrestrained and we are an, uh, we are quite unrestrained in our grief in as much as in our celebration that is cultural with us and i have i see nothing wrong with it i mean we are not the we are, we are not the kind who will just go on tv and say oh mom i'm sorry to miss you mom i will miss you mom no we don't do it that way we cry we weep and to use that to you know harvest stories of horror photographs that are hideous to push your own readership and to carry money to your banks i mean it's unthinkable they wouldn't dare do it in america or in europe 
would they dare publish photos uh, of um, uh, refrigerator refrigerated meat trucks in which bodies are being stored let them show it i mean i mean i will take back every word i have said let them show those photos let them show photos of how uh, declared uh, burial grounds where unidentified are buried or the unclaimed bodies are buried they have run out of space of uh, in, in america in those burial grounds until such time they can find alternative places to bury their dead they are they are, they are, they are storing their dead bodies in meat trucks trucks in which uh, meat is uh, transported so you know this whole discriminatory attitude when it comes to the white west they take a different standard they assume a different standard when it comes to the brown east they drop those standards and everything goes so that needs to be, to be stopped i don't think i have the power to stop it or the cloud to stop it but at least i can fight it and that is why i have decided that every time they do this i am going to put out why it is so horribly wrong like this bbc story about 4 5 days or 7 days ago they actually said that india's vaccination program has failed i mean either they they are illiterate or they are enumerate that they cannot count numbers or numbers mean nothing to them whatever but to say that it has failed and it is the bbc the british broadcasting corporation which is the public broadcaster of of uh, britain if they were to just go and look at what was happening in britain at this point of time they would stop uh, you know uh, putting out such rubbish about other countries now i you know one could go on and on and on to say that delta uh, was incubated in india i mean what kind of a racist stuff is this yeah but so are okay, they going to say but delta they were incubated they won't, in india are, no, but no, chinese but, virus nahi bol sakte na nahi nahi kushal they, they, they will not dare say ha huh, and they should never say at least i would be horrified if they did say but they will never dare say that uh, omicron is a cameroon uh, was in, uh, incubated in cameroon or, or wherever it came from uh, so because then they would be uh, at home they would be pilloried so black lives matter yes they should matter but brown lives also matter and they must matter i couldn't agree more with you uh, in this uh, on this one because i've seen a trend so let us take this whole omicron issue also so if you look at south africa <laughs> an honest nation actually told the whole world bhai humne genome sequencing ki hai there is this new variant blah 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 look at the response of the west towards south africa no there were variants in the past also it was not like other countries were behaving like this and i forgot the name of that poor lady who always comes she's so nice she 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 gave all the information all the time and she was like the response from the west is just appalling the way they have responded to us sharing information with them we should all be thankful to south africa because those people shared information with us at such a timely moment 
the world could do whatever it could i'm not saying uh, a lot but whatever that the south africans were very forthcoming but the attitude towards this is always so do you think this is like a sign of a fledgling civilization in the west which is in its last moments and the only way now they can find meaning in their life or feel good about themselves is somehow finding a way of shitting on others yeah in a sense that is true at home they find themselves squeezed increasingly uh by immigrants who come in and for a variety of reasons they get the better jobs they get more they make more money they lead better lives uh, they don't stand in the dole queue or they don't wait for welfare to uh, buy their next meal uh, so that is one part of the story the other part of the story and you see these are papers papers like new york times washington post bloomberg or the economist these are papers which which are also uh, uh, where establishments have a certain say and those establishments definitely do not want to see india rise they thought that covid uh, would destroy india that covid would hobble india for the next few decades that the indian economy the indian story was over the indian economy was smashed and when that doesn't happen they again get back into the same game i mean look if you remember the cartoon which new york times ran uh, after mangalyaar oh yes i remember it so, so such mean, a pathetic that one. is how they look at india that cartoon shows how the white man looks at india and and i'm again repeating it that cartoon shows how the white man looks at the brown indian and i think this this needs to be called out this needs to be called out very forcefully robustly and bluntly there, there, there is no scope for being polite anymore new york times piece on christians and their attack in india no they they say i mean they don't even care to read what is the freedom of religion law which exists in various states they just very blithely call it uh, anti conversion law they do not know that there are very, all many of these laws first of all the first law uh, first such law was introduced at the time mrs indira gandhi was around as the prime minister the niyogi commission report which triggered the first such law was when jawaharlal nehru was the prime minister the niyogi committee report uh, on uh, rice bowl conversions in madhya pradesh uh, that was the report which triggered the first such law uh, prime minister jawaharlal nehru was the head of the government of india so there must be you know there is a historical reason there is a there is a context many of these laws including the first uh, court and court anti conversion law were challenged in courts the supreme court has upheld these laws there are at least i, I am not a, i am not a lawyer my my knowledge of uh, legal history is very restricted but i am aware of at least two judgments by the supreme court which very clearly state right to preach is not right to convert so you cannot you cannot just substitute one for the other so 
instead of discussing, please feel free to discuss these issues, discuss them in a critical manner if you wish to, but to sort of you know paint the country with a with a, with a black brush, uh, it it doesn't it doesn't. I mean, you know, it's not only distasteful. As I said, it is racist. It is downright, outright racist. What if, uh, you know, I, there is an entire book which has been written by a Christian, by a Christian about how the church, uh, what the church thought of Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi, the, the language, the vituperative language which church publications used about him, and how he was derided, denuded of dignity, and dehumanized by the church. If we were to throw it back at them, when Vasundhara Raje was the chief minister of Rajasthan, uh, there was a, there was a huge uproar um, uh, with uh, with with international Christian organized organizations getting into the show about a pastor being arrested. Now, I I will not repeat to you the contents of the literature which that pastor was distributing in Rajasthan. I would, I would sort of, I could be hauled up under the law for repeating on a public platform the contents of that literature. All this doesn't matter. So if you want to report, report in a balanced manner, at least find out the facts and I will disclose something to you. Some weeks ago, maybe three, three weeks ago, uh, I got a call from the BBC, someone in the BBC, mm -hmm. saying that, uh, can I please uh, arrange for a response to a story they are doing? I said, unless you tell me, a, tell me what story you are doing, how can I arrange for a response? And and Pat came the reply, on rising intoler religious intolerance in India. I said, what has happened in the last one week, which gives you this idea? And there's this stand-up comic who goes, who thinks that it's very funny when people are burned alive, like they were burned alive um, uh, in Sabarmati Express. She gave me her his example that how people are not tolerant of his humor. I said, have you even read the Constitution of India? Have you even read the portion which puts out what free speech means in India? Have you read the IPC in India? Have you read the CRPC in India? So, if you want to do us, if you are willing to do a story that the Constitution of India is a is a rotten document which 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 should be buried, I will happily I will I will give you a comment and a response to that story. She said, "Oh no, we are a public broadcaster. We cannot criticize the Constitution of any country." So you cannot criticize the constitution which lays down the rules of governance in this country, but you must you must controvert uh, 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 facts when those rules come into play to say that uh, there is no there is no tolerance in this country. The same thing, of course, was about the uh, Constitution Amendment Act for citizen the Citizenship Constitution Amendment uh, Act. And uh, over there also we saw people who had not bothered to read the the act. It was it was a very brief act. They were all over the place saying they were protesting against it, saying that it would it 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 it, it would disenfranchise Muslims in India, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Whereas it had nothing at all to do with the Muslims of India or the Muslims of the world at all. 
and the west and the western media not that our media was the brown media was any better but the white media sort of fueled that kind of uh, misconception misperception around the world so all the global statements that you saw coming out was because of the intentional purposeful racist reportage by the western media at that point of time yeah i i also want to add uh, no you may not agree with me but i don't know i i've felt this in the coverage not only is it racism i think there is some some under undergoing and this i find within the atheistic community and the the, the believers as they say i think there's a little bit of anti paganism in their mindset and the only good pagan in my eyes in the entire western discourse is a dead pagan a pagan culture which they can fetishize and they can say ha ye hote the now for them this this hindu culture in india and i don't know what else to use the word so i'm using the word hindu loosely over here they somehow feel to fail to digest this that okay, this hindu talks back also and kind of stands up for themselves also do you see Uh, uh, at some level that there is also a lot of i don't like the word hindu phobia i think it's an incorrect word but slightly anti pagan anti hindu uh, uh, bias also in this yeah of course that is there i mean you know if you see this handle uh, story of the hindus or whatever it is called a very good handle it keeps on reproducing old uh, uh archival material about hindus h i n d o o s from american newspapers american media and uh, you see uh, the i don't think the christian west was ever comfortable with the idea of a hindu india and uh, to tolerate is one thing which i guess they do in their own countries uh because of various reasons uh but they don't forget they don't need to tolerate a hindu india and this whole thing of hindu nationalism hindutva a hindu nationalist government all this is a manifestation of their attitude towards uh hindu hinduism towards hindus towards being hindu um uh, you know manikarnika ghat is not a very pretty site by no stretch of the imagination but that is the way it has been civilizationally historically culturally people who are deeply who are very deep believers they would like to die in banaras or near banaras and they would like to be cremated at manikarnika ghat and every time any western media does a story on banaras they will not do it on the chart of banaras they will not do it on uh, the temples of banaras they will do it about the filth of banaras they will do it about manikarnika ghat the cameras go there and zoom in and 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 usually it is a night shot so that it's more dramatic it's more sort of and 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 they they say oh my god this is what they do 
And this whole reportage during the second wave, Kushal, I'll just take a few seconds and then maybe we can wind up this chat. This whole reportage during the second wave, when they started using these graphic visuals, it was meant to create horror because I think a large section of people in the West, the white West, they, they, are, they are horrified by the idea that dead bodies are burned, that this is the way they are uh, cremated, that cremation in India is not some sanitized affair in a flower bedecked uh, crematorium like they have in some places over there. So, you know, th this whole thing is very appalling. It's like uh, it's like a drain inspector's report. So drains are not pretty anywhere in the world. I mean, but if you start inspecting them and reporting those drains, uh, they won't be very pretty reports. Now you talked about of um, being of fetishizing of of being uh, of turning this into a fetish. It is a fetish. It has always been a fetish. And then back of their mind is this great thing that it is the white man's burden. Carrying the burden of democracy, carrying the burden of liberal values, carrying the burden of enlightenment, carrying the burden of virtues, it is a white man's burden. And I, the white man, I have to carry this burden and it is for me to, to shoulder this agony and this pain, and therefore I am expressing it in this manner. It's a very so, sad thing to say. It's a very it's a very unhappy thing to say, but that is the fact. I mean, look at it this way: you have the you have the democracy summit in America organized by the U.S. State Department. Yeah, where where Pakistan is invited, but Bangladesh is excluded. And why is Bangladesh excluded? Because Bangladesh goes after uh, after Islamist terrorists, after jihadis, and there is a crackdown happening there, which the U.S. doesn't like. The freedom of religion um, uh, gang in America doesn't like. The wokes in America don't like. So Bangladesh is excluded from the summit of democracies, and Pakistan is invited. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, things just get weird. So that are just a couple of questions from our live viewers and then we'll wrap it up. So someone has said, a young guy has said, can we blame Bloomberg when our own FMR foreign secretary states that US is not penalizing India for HR violations because government banned some NGO? I know, I know the references to Krish Srinivasan uh, if you just Google Krish Srinivasan and you will know why he wrote what he wrote, uh, he is uh, he is uh, what used to be once upon a time called Western. Uh, he's a Westernized Oriental gentleman. He studied in England. He he grew up in England and he went back to England to serve the Commonwealth. So uh, I, I don't take it seriously at all. I mean, I wouldn't. He he had he had the most undistinguished one year 
as the foreign secretary of India. Uh, I don't think he's remembered for any spectacular success or failure. Uh, so why even bother? Hmm. All right. So someone has asked, what stops folks from the the other side, which is maybe the Hindu nationalist side, as they call, from writing continuously in you know in New York Times and other portals? Uh, uh, do you think um, they get invitations all the time? <laughs> No, no, I don't think so. I do not think so. I do not think so. Um, yeah. um, it's 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 a it's a it's a closed it's a closed shop affair where they will where the where the Browns who are invited to write uh, are are the resonated sort of delinked decoupled. Uh, Indians who would happily uh, go and sort of uh, piss on their country for a fistful of dollars. And that's how it happens. I mean, you have to work for that. I don't want to take names, but you, I mean, if you are a journalist, you have to be a tin canister journalist reporting out of some crematorium uh, and saying, oh, you know, this is what has happened uh, to qualify to write in the Washington Post. But Dada, just like you know, you piss on your country journalist. Do you think this self-hatred somewhere down the line? We have also failed then? This level of self-hatred Yeah, of course, our systems have failed. Our education system has failed. Our upbringing has been wrong. Our parents have failed. Many of our parents thought it was a very smart idea to bring up children who could not speak in their mother tongue, who thought it was uh, Dehati to speak in Bangla or Hindi or Bhojpuri or Kannad or whatever. That uh, reading Panchatantra was dumb and down market, uh, but reading Aesop's fables was the dumb thing. That music had to be Western music and not filmy music. I mean, I remember when we were growing up, uh, our parents were horrified by the idea that their children, and not only me, I mean everybody, uh, that their children would listen to Hindi film music. There used to be a very popular show called the Binaka Geet Mala, and uh, uh, I, I, and it would come late night from via Radio Ceylon, and uh, I, I remember that. Uh, uh, Many of us had to sort of, you know, carry the transistor uh, and hide under the, uh, not on, under the bed, but pull a, a sheet over you and switch off all lights and listen to it in the, uh, at the lowest volume. So we we have we have done it ourselves. We have we have demeaned institutions because it suits our purpose. We think it's fashionable to demean institutions. Which brings me back to where I began, that the Congress being so gleeful about the Prime Minister of India's security being so severely compromised. It is symptomatic of where we have gone and to the level to which we have fallen. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. Just one more query and then we'll wrap up. Uh, now... How much of, do you think the new 
new movement in Punjab when it comes to Khalistan and Sikh separatism is how much of the Chinese angle do we need to worry about now in this too? Of course, the Chinese angle will be there. The Chinese angle was always there. Uh, after the Naxalite movement erupted, uh, the, it, it was the People's Daily ran an editorial saying spring thunder over India. So uh, the, the China hand has always been there. The China hand has been there uh, in the uh, Northeast uprising, which we have seen. A separatism which we have seen. The China hand has been everywhere. Now, there are there are some reports. I have no evidence and I cannot vouch for it, but there are reports that uh, the trouble uh, at a, at a, at a, at a uh, cell phone making unit in Tamil Nadu is actually instigated by China. So, this will happen. And it's 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 not only India which is at the receiving end. I'm sure China is doing it to other countries uh, around the world. The West has, at least America, has a constant gripe about Russian interference. So uh, that 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 is a given, and that has to be dealt with at a at a different level in a different manner. And that should not be that should not be conflated or uh, sort of connected. With the way increasingly this class of Indians, which I referred to, uh, they, they, you know, they, they, they are not only self-loathing, they loathe their entire identity. Mm. At times in Russia, they go to sleep. Before going to sleep, they say, oh God, I wish I was born a white man or a white woman. We've all met these kind of people. So when you when you when you are when you are apologetic about what you are, there is nothing much left to stay, say. Yeah, I I think I I could not have uh, I could not have uh, explained it in a better way. You know, the, the funniest thing is, and on the West's attitude, somebody in the live chat wrote something beautiful. They the person has written they love the slum dog. Until it starts to become uh, or turn into a millionaire, I think that's the perfect, perfect way of summarizing the Western attitude towards India. They liked it till we were the slum dogs. Now we are suddenly trying to become millionaires. Like, ऐसे थोड़ा होता है. Picture किसपे बनाएंगे? तेरे तेरे पे तो बनानी थी. अमीर नहीं होने देंगे तेरे को. So I think that's a that's a perfect way to wrap today's discussion up, Dada. As always, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks a lot for coming. All right, guys. Time to wrap today's discussion up. Uh, by the way, in in the description of the podcast, I have linked uh, Kanchanda's uh, the article in the Swaraj magazine. I would recommend you go and read that too. Bloomberg ka padna hai, padle na. Paise nahi dena usko. Paid article hoga. Paise dene ki koi zarurat nahi hai. Bloomberg ko. दूसरे तरीकों से पढ़ लेना अगर पढ़ना है तो एज फार एज आई एम कंसर्ट प्लीज सब्सक्राइब टू द चैनल लाइक द वीडियो लीव योर कमेंट एंड प्लीज ट्राई टू सपोर्ट द चारबाग पॉडकास्ट यू नो द ड्रिल इधर थ्रू यूट्यूब मेंबरशिप और पेट्रियॉन और थ्रू यूपीआई और द मर्च आई सी यू नेक्स्ट टाइम अंटिल देन टेक केयर बाय बाय